Okay, after Gavaldigas Shvuas, and what a Shvuas it was, by the way. I got two uh, reports from two different people, by the way, you should just know. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but this is Gavaldig. Wow. I got two reports from two different people. One person said to me, a bocha from a um, very stark yeshiva, who came to Daven here, heard the speeches, and he says to me, I wanted to know, I wanted to know, I had the most amazing Shvuas here. I was here from the beginning, I was here from Erev Yontov, had the speech, the learning, the shachos and everything. He said, it was just, you changed my shavuos, so I was very happy about that. And the other thing as well, is that this was already a balabos came over to me. He said to me, I saw one of the guys, he walked into shachos, or I don't know which davening it was, it's irrelevant. He walked a little bit like shvach, a bit sad, whatever. So by the end of davening, he was alive, he was happy, he was besimcha. So it's so beautiful. Baruch Hashem, it's always nice to get good feedback back. Now, Rabbi, so we're continuing Ba'ezus Hashem, the sugya on Pirkeyavus. We, the Armin Hagim, of people that stop, you know, they learn it only way until Shavuos, right? Because you've got, you know, six Prokim, whatever, the six one Tachaza. But uh, the meaning of many is to continue all throughout the summer, which is what we are going to be doing, but as Hashem, especially as we're bang smack in the middle of the Perek. And we have an incredible Mishnah to do over here. We're both going to listen up. Important Mishnah, important lesson as well, okay? This Mishnah, there are different versions of what this Mishnah is. Some hold this is Mishnah Yudalif. We are, we are calling this Mishnah Yudalid, okay? So if you're looking up this Mishnah, Pashtas is this Mishnah Yudalid, the way that we're learning it. Arba Midois Bedeus. Now, those of you that are familiar with the Rambam's writings, the Rambam has Hilchas Deus. Okay, after you say that Torah, he has something called Hilchas Deus. Deus in the Rambam is, he goes through characteristics of people's personalities. He goes through anger, he goes through jealousy, he goes through all sorts of, you know, tivers, all sorts of things, and explains what the way is that a person should have. That's called Deus. So it's a very hard word to sort of translate. Maybe we could translate it as uh, temperaments, characteristic traits, whatever it could be. So there are four types, four midas, okay? Four types. What are they? This is important, Rabbi Say. Noyach, number one. Noyach lich ois. noyach Someone that's very easily angered, but he's also easily pacified. He'll calm down very quickly. That's number one, okay? What is that guy? Says the Mishnah. That guy's Yotzah Shorah Behev Seidoi. In other words, the schar, the reward for being good and being easily pacified and calmed down is lost with the fact that he's easily angered. Okay? Yotzah Shorah Behev Seidoi. Number two. Kosha Lichois, the Kosha Lutzais. One of this guy is really hard to get angry. To get him angry is like, whoa. When he gets angry, it's like, whoa, something really bad must have happened. But once he's angry... It's very hard to calm him down. He stays angry for a long time. It's very difficult to pacify him. Okay? Such a guy, says the Mishnah, is Yotzev Seide Bishore. Okay? He lost, his headstone is lost with the schar. Meaning, the advantage of being hard to anger is a very important advantage. That is number two. Guy number three, Moish. Guy number three, okay? Is kosher lichois. This guy's really hard to anger. To get this guy angry, impossible. Which means if he gets angry, it's like, whoa, what happened? But, v'noya chalutsois. When he does get angry, he's very easily pacified. Very easily calmed down. It's hard to, okay? So it's hard to get him angry, but it's very easy to get him to calm down. 
Such a guy says the Mishnah is a chassid. One of the highest madrigas. One of the highest madrigas. And then the fourth madriga, okay, fourth type, is noyach lechois. Very easy to anger. This guy gets angry when, like for nothing. Right? He'll just get angry all the time. Very easily angered person. The koshalutzois. And it will be really hard to calm him down. So we can understand. The Mishnah is about to call him something terrible. He's called a Russia. That's what the Mishnah says. Okay? So we've got four times. Let's go over them. And then let's explain. Okay? We have number one. We have a guy that's very easily angered, but very easily uh, calmed down. Right? He loses the schar with the hefzid, because he's easy, easily to get anger. We have a guy that's very hard to get anger. But it's very, very hard also to get him to calm down. Okay? So, yeah, he has a great mila because it's hard to get him angry, but he loses that, as the Mishnah said, Yotzev Seydabeskharai, because it's hard, it's very, very hard to calm him down. Then you've got the highest madrega. Okay, this is the guy that we're looking towards to be. Halavai, we should all be on this level. Okay, Moish? What's that? Koshalech, it's really hard to get him angry. Calm guy, easy guy, flexible guy, great guy. And by the way, those people are often the most liked people. Right, you look at people that you people like in the base medrash or in work or in your family or in your friends, whatever. Those are the people that are the most flexible, the calmest, easy temperament. Don't get angry. People love those people. So we're talking about a guy. It's hard to get him angry, and even on the odd time that'll get angry, he gets like calmed down like very easily. It doesn't take a lot to calm him down. Okay, that says the Mishnah is a chosid, and then you have the worst level. Of a guy that's so easy to get angry, he gets angry when anything happens, but it's also uh, very hard to get him to calm down. That is a Russia. So, of course, we have a very important mission over here to understand. We're talking about deus, we're talking about characteristic traits, temperaments of people, and this is very, very important because, as I said to you before, when you look at people who are liked people, and it doesn't take a lot to look at these people, Look at the people who are liked. They're easygoing. They're flexible. They're just, they're just nice people. You want to be around someone that doesn't get angry. To be around someone that gets angry is terrible. The Ramban has a famous letter that he writes to his son, right? Igeras Ramban. Article did an amazing job of translating it and explaining it. It's called the Igeras Ramban. One of the very first instructions he gives to his son, and he's giving his son instructions to have a good and easy and healthy and successful life is don't Get angry easily. He talks about anger being one of the worst things possible. Gemara tells us, by the way, the one Pesachim says that if you want to pick your friends, there's a few things to sort of test them out. One of the things is, look at them when they're angry. When you see someone who's angry, you don't want to be around such a person. Nobody wants to be a friend of someone angry. And by the way, when someone gets drunk and he gets angry when he's drunk, that means he's better an angry person inside. Okay? It's amazing to see when people get drunk not that we ever see it, but theoretically, if we would see someone getting drunk, we would see what they're really like, okay? And it's actually very interesting, right? I, I recently had the opportunity to, no, to notice someone that was rather drunk, and it was amazing. I commented afterwards to a few people, and they all said the same thing, they also saw it, that he's one of the best drunks ever. Why? He's happy, he's good, no curse words, no anger, no physicality, everything's great. Yeah, he's a little bit hefko and whatever, but okay. That's what's inside. If you get drunk and you're angry, then you're an angry person inside. And you better work on that before you get married. And if you did already get married, and I didn't know about it yet, so then we'll talk afterwards, but then you really have to work on it. Because nobody wants to be around someone that's that's angry. 
So the Ramban says when a person works on his anger, it, it leads to humility. Okay, and there's a reason for that. Why is it, by the way, that anger is so bad? Chazal tell us some of the craziest things about a person that gets angry. It's a terrible thing when a person gets angry. What's the pshat that anger is so bad? So I, I, I always said this, and I think the Chavis Alavavis, I think, says it also. I don't remember. But I think the reason why anger is so detrimental, it's so bad, is because, and the Gemara says, I'll give you an example, one thing the Gemara says, when a person is angry, he's koifin Hashem. Chas Hashanah. Koifin Hashem. I'm, I'm denying Hashem's existence. Whoa. <laughs> I just got angry. I didn't deny Hashem's existence. Maish. I didn't deny Hashem's existence. I'm just an angry guy. Or this got me angry. Or he got me angry. What are you saying? I'm denying Hashem. I'm over the void Whoa. Calm down. What's the answer? How can Hazal speak so harshly about someone that's angry? Is it just a way to get them not to be angry? No. Think about for a moment. And this is important. Think about for a moment. What's really going on? Subconsciously. When a person gets angry, he gets angry because things don't go the way he wants them to go. That, by the way, that's most of the re- times that people get angry. People get angry. I'll give you a stupid example. You walk into a bagel store and there's no bagels, right? They're about to cook them. You only wait another half an hour. You get all upset. You get angry. Why are you angry? Ask him, why are you angry? <laughs> He'll say, what do you mean? I walked into the bagel store. I'm assuming there's going to be bagels. I assume this. I need this. I want that. It's not there. Boom, I get upset. A business deal doesn't go through, I get upset. A friend doesn't talk to me, doesn't pick up the phone to me, I get upset. Why am I getting angry half? Most of the time, it's because things don't work out the way I want them to work out. Where's Hashem? Anyone? Where's Hashem in your life? Ah, so it's all about you and your plans and what you think is good and what you think is good for you and what you need, whatever it is. There's no Hashem. If a person honestly and really believed in the Rabbi Nishalaylam and his existence in the world and how he runs the world, <laughs> you would never get angry. If something happens, okay, that's what I should wanted. Now, it's a high level. I'm not saying it's easy, by the way. Not for one minute am I suggesting this is the easiest thing, Moish, that a person should do. This is one of the hardest things they have to work on. But this is the foundation. This is everything. Because if a person doesn't get angry, what it really means, why is he a chassid? Well, because he's just a nice guy. Because he believes everything's from Hashem. It's not me, it's Hashem. There was a beautiful... Um, scientific piece of research that they did recently, not recently, it was in the year 1986. In the year 1986, there were scientists in Harvard University, in medical school in Harvard, and they tested the psychological well-being of 1,305 men. And they used something called the MMPI-2, which is the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory, whatever that means, which basically includes a specific section designated for anger, okay? To quantify anger. So the scientists gave each participant a score that indicated his level of anger and hostility, okay? Now, the men returned for a comprehensive medical examination every seven years, okay? 1,305 men. They were checked for heart disease. When the study began, okay, all the participants were totally 100% healthy. During the seven years of observation, 110 of them developed heart disease. The men with the highest anger scores were at the greatest risk for developing heart disease. 
and the risk was substantial, heart disease was diagnosed three times more often in the most angry men than in the least angry men. That's a very scary statistic, but it's MS. It's what they did. Anger actually affects us in an incredible way. And if you think about it, again, going back to what we were discussing before, is anyone that's angry, is his thought process is, I'm in control. And therefore, when things are not happening, I'm no longer in control, I get angry. What we have to realize and live with is I'm not in control. Let me give an example. Imagine you woke up in the morning, okay, you woke up in the morning, and there was a letter next to your bed. Letter next to your bed, and it says, Dear Yankala, you're going to go to the bagel store today, but there's going to be no bagels there for a half an hour. You're going to have to wait a half an hour in line. Don't worry about it. It's going to happen. I'm watching you. Dig and love God. Now, if you got that letter and then you went to the store to get bagels and there was no bagels there, would you be angry? No. Why not? Because I knew this was going to happen. God sent this to me specifically. We've been speaking about this so many times. Expectations make us upset. We talked about it in marriage. That people have expectations in a marriage. And therefore, because of that, one second, and because of that, their expectations is not always met. They therefore get upset. Our expectations are very much about the way we want to live and how things should happen. And when they don't, we get angry. We have to recognize that the Rabbanisham is running the world. Everything happens for a reason. And we need to be one of those people that is what the Mishnah calls us a chosid. Why are we a chosid? Because we're very hard to get angry. Very hard to get angry. We barely get angry. And when we do get angry, almost immediately, we just like, okay, fine, it's good, don't worry. It was a mistake. I'm, I'm, I'm back to normal. I'm calm. I'm collective. Got my thoughts together. Anger is a very, very dangerous thing. Hazal tell us, as I said to you before, some of the most terrible things about a person that's angry. It really, really does terrible things to yourself, to relationships, to your children, to your wife, to your workmates, to your employees, everyone. It's very, very dangerous. And we have to try as much as we can to really try to make sure that we're chosid in the Mishnah. Things don't get us angry. But the root of all of that is emunah and betachan and Hashem. Everything comes from there. I mean, it always does. But specifically when it comes to anger. If we lived with the idea that the Rabboni Shom is running the world and every single thing that happens in my life is specifically ordained, preordained in Shomayim, and if I'm meant to wait in the lights a bit longer or in the line a bit longer or there's no bagel or the business still doesn't go through or whatever it is doesn't answer the phone, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to get angry. Why? This is how it's meant to be. There's a Rabboni Shom in the world. And therefore, I'm not going to get angry. Once again, Moshe had a question first. Yeah. Uh, if you know something forever, you shouldn't get upset. So we mentioned an example, okay? We said, if I know that it, to drive to Tzfas takes three hours, two and a half, three hours, then it's not going to upset me when it takes two and a half, three hours. Yeah, but if it takes me, no. But if it takes me seven hours, then I'm going to get upset because I expected to be there at 2 p.m. and I end up being there at 6 p.m., that's a problem. If you know in advance, okay, someone says to you, by the way... There's a lot of traffic to so take you seven hours. That doesn't mean you're going to say, okay, that's great, thank you. No, you may be like, oh man, I really needed to be there on time or whatever. Now, really. But you're not going to be sitting in the car frustrated, angry with smoke coming out of your nostrils because you kind of knew about it. So that's what life, that's what life's all meant to be like. Okay? Life's meant to be in that way. One second, one second. Let's just one at a time. Moish, other one. Hmm? That is true. We sometimes put them together. We're talking about anger. We're talking about anger. Now, by the way, 
just to just to make this very clear, Aaron Dov, anger doesn't mean screaming and shouting. That's very clear, by the way. Anger does not mean screaming and shouting. Anger could be a tone of voice. It could be it could be a look on your face. It could be a reaction. But we all know what anger means. Upset. You're right. So that's very good, Moshe. That's a good point. Um, going on to what... If someone tells me it's going to take me seven hours to drive to Tzfas right now, I'm going to be upset. Why? Because I needed to get there in time for the chuppah. Now I'm going to, I'm going to give it time for dancing, whatever. I would have left earlier if I'd have known. I'm going to be slightly upset. I'm not going to be angry. Maybe not. Well, if I haven't worked on myself, maybe I will be angry. But if I worked on myself, I could be upset. That's okay. But I won't be angry. Because anger is a whole different level. Anger makes a person not in control. We all know. When a person is angry, he does things that he shouldn't be doing, and he wouldn't even do it if he wasn't angry. One of the first places we find this is by the Tzafardeya, by the Makkah of the frogs in Mitzrayim. The Chazal tell us, according to one chat, it was one frog that came out, and they started to hit it, and every time they hit it, loads and loads of frogs started pouring out. So the statement, Berchus Peretz, asks Takasha, and he says, I don't understand. If they saw that frogs were coming out every single time they hit it, so just stop hitting it. So the statement, when you're angry... You don't have rationalization. You don't hub. And you just do things. Now, we all know that. And this is why it's so dangerous, especially in relationships. If you're going to be angry, you're going to do or say things that you would never normally have said. That's why it's important to work on this middah. So people ask, how do we work on anger? There's many ways. The first and more foremost and most fundamental way of working on anger is emunah Hashem recognizing that everything comes from Hashem, everything that happens to me comes from Hashem, and it's good for me as well, even if I don't see it or recognize it or understand it. That's what it is. Yeah. Hashem does not want you to get angry. We have Bechira to get angry. Anger is a bad midah. Rebunshim does not want you to have to use a bad midah. He gives you opportunity to use a bad midah because you have Bechira in this world. You could choose to be angry or not to be angry. Okay? That's a choice that you have to make. HaKadosh Baruch maybe put you in a situation to try you. That could be. to challenge. We're all in this world to challenge. That's why we're here. But that doesn't mean we have to fail. Any more questions? Then we'll move on. No. Good